Okay. Hey, Lauren. <laughs> hey, Ashley. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good this week. Or today. <laughs> today. How are you? Um, good. Good. Tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's just running around with three-year-olds all day. You but convincing you know. yourself. It is fun. It is. It fun. is. No, it is. I do enjoy it. It's just, you know, first day. I don't. Uh, yeah. So. Wait, we talked about this last time, but is this just for the summer? Like, is there an end date, or could it lead to um, like a future position? Yeah. Yes, and yes. So yes and yes. the internship is the summer yeah <laughs> no you get it the internship is the summer and then we take the exam to be a registered behavior technician at the end of the summer um mm-hmm. and then we i think they said um we could continue there but i don't know 100 percent sure i don't know if that's like solid okay i hope so though i really like it there so mm. well yeah i hope yeah. so i hope it works out for you thanks yeah anyway um the instagram did happen i'm so proud of myself i'm proud of you lauren (laughs) because i was like i i just i honestly it was okay so i said it was the creativity part Mm -hmm. but i just went on canva and looked up like different templates and then i found one i like because i just found one that i like that had a lot of color and pattern and then that way i can just build off of that color scheme Mm -hmm. that's what i'm thinking and i guess it could change too but I'm trying. And I then like but it. then I looked at like other well the two that I like know the most are um Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes. Mm-hmm. And then um I think her name is Danielle Carolyn. It's called Gals on the Go. It's kind of like a lifestyle ish podcast. Mm-hmm. And theirs was a lot more elaborate, but Emma Chamberlain's wasn't like at all. So I was like, Okay, there's really no pressure here. Mm-mm. Just I feel like just a way for people for us to interact with people yeah. is like the main yeah the main thing yeah there so. should be no pressure with this that's the whole point yeah this is just a hobby yeah right now also when i get on anchor i never think that people listen to it because we haven't done the best at like promoting it you know mm-hmm. but i think the last one we posted had like seven plays mm-hmm. which was kind of shocking to me i was like oh so people are still listening yeah I know <laughs> even though people. we like never talk about it mm-hmm. I know some so. people who um, who listen regularly. So really, yeah. oh, that's good. And they that's tell really me good. every time. So yeah, so that made me feel better because now that like hopefully if I can start posting more regularly, it'll get the word out there more, mm-hmm. and then we get more listeners. But it was really cool knowing that people. And I saw listen. something. Um, it came to my email or our email, I think, or something. I don't know. It was a Google ad thing that I started to fill out. But haven't finished. I don't know if it costs money yet. But oh yeah, I did see that. Um, if it doesn't, then it's free advertising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So also, um, that Bitmoji thing that you said one of your coworkers. <gasps> yeah. So what is it? It's just like like a video. Like it would be like a video of like this. Yeah. But just our faces are Bitmojis. Yes. So I don't know how exactly. I need to see if it's on the computer. But I was just thinking for, we could do TikToks of it or just a video to post on social media, just like a yeah. clip of us yeah. if we don't want to do a full face thing yet. Um, just as like an interactive, because apparently it does facial expressions 
and obviously a voice, but it like moves with you as you mm-hmm. talk and stuff, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be really down. I because mm-hmm. I, I did one. Well, I figured out how like so like one of my future posts is um it's just like a picture and then I just put like our audio on the picture, which Instagram doesn't do on its own. I had to like do it through another app, mm. but it was like. I got like a clip of the part where I was like, the Instagram will happen this summer, and it's like on like a, it's like a phone with like I don't know, it's cute. It was mm-hmm. a cute post. I think it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> I okay. scheduled it. Oh, beautiful. But yeah, anything for content, or I mean, I don't know how that would be for like a whole episode because I know a lot of people still really want us to, like, post on like YouTube or something, mm-hmm. like a version of the podcast, but. We haven't quite gotten there yet. No. Maybe one day. Maybe we'll do, yeah. like, a special... Yeah. Movie. Maybe one that's, like, really funny. That, like... Yeah. Our facial expressions, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this way it would be easier than, like, when we were together. Because, like, all we have to do is screen record this, really. hmm I, I don't know about the editing part, though. We'd have to be careful about what we say, but... Yeah. Yeah. Or get somebody to video... Edit the video... Mm-hmm. Cause I don't do yeah, that. I don't. I don't do yeah, that. <laughs> I can't. That's like beyond my. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other business things. Just taking it week by week. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um. So yeah. So today's episode. Wait. This is Unqualified Conversations. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> Glad you did that. Because yeah. I would have <laughs> And this episode is going to be a true crime episode. Um, wait, I'm trying to see if I can do, like, I need to do a split screen. Because, like, I want to see your face while I'm telling the story. Let's see. Yes. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah. The inspiration. Um, I think another, like, more famous true crime podcaster did this story, but um, it was interesting because it talks about Shenandoah National Park, mm-hmm. which is like near, like basically like in Harrisonburg, not in Harrisonburg, but within like a twenty to thirty minute drive from Harrisonburg. And there's mention of, like, Skyline Drive, which is, like, the Ooh. road that we take to go, like, watch the sunset and stuff in the park. And um, Hawksbill Summit, which is, like, um, an overlook that I know a lot of people have been to. Mm-hmm. So, it was kind of piqued some interest because it's kind of, like, an at-home murder. But, yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. I don't know anything about this. Okay. I don't think. I'm excited. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Feel free to interject whenever. Okay. Um, okay. So, our two, I guess, victims are Lolly Winans and Julie Williams. Um, Lolly was from a wealthy family from Michigan. Her friends described her, though, as being very down to earth. Um, she attended college and dropped out. In 1994, she moved to Maine. Um, and I guess, I don't know if she dropped out of unity college or if she dropped out of another college moved to maine and then started going to unity college it's not really relevant but like just backstory is that in Um, michigan 
I think so. Okay. No, no, it's in Maine. Or yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Unity College. Um, she also worked as a wilderness guide. Um, and then this was kind of funny. Like according to a journalist, they called her like a micro brew drinking, fish following, cigarette smoking, good time girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like <laughs> says anything about her character. Um, and then Julie or Julianne Williams. Um, she loved sports and geology. She was really smart, graduated summa cum laude, um, spoke fluent Spanish. Um, there really wasn't much else about her. The wilderness parts are like the important parts because mm-hmm. that's how their relationship ultimately developed because they Wait, had they, a mutual passion for hiking. Were they both from Maine? Mm, no. Well, I'm assuming... I think Julie was from Maine, and then Lolly moved to Maine, but she was from Michigan. But they which both are, like, lived right in there. Maine. Do, oh, yes. Okay. Are Michigan and Maine, like, right there together? Michigan and Maine. Uh-huh. I have no... Like, geography is no, not my but thing. they're separated by lakes, for sure. Oh, yeah, valid. I don't <laughs> and know. New Hampshire and I'm Vermont. I'm not good at geography. Maine, I think is how that goes. Going horizontal from like michigan to the lakes to um, your descriptions are i hear you but they're not <laughs> they're not making sense in my wait i'll look up a map i'll okay. look up a map <laughs> michigan wait united states map <laughs> yeah if you're going horizontal across the map towards the right like you're looking at a map you're looking at Michigan, the the hand, the mitt. Oh. Then you have the lakes. Then you have Vermont yeah. and New Hampshire. I don't know which way they go, but I know they're both there. And then Maine. You have Maine. Yeah, Maine is, like, on the coast. Yes. And then no. Michigan. Well, yes. But also. Well, like, yeah. It's also connected to Canada. I mean, they. I guess they both are. But, you know. Wait, Maine isn't. What? Because, like, Maine. So, above Maine is New Hampshire. And then connected to New Hampshire is Vermont. So I wouldn't say that Maine is connected to Canada. Maine is 100% connected to Canada. Unless it connects over there. Wait, now I have to look at a map of Canada. <laughs> U.S. map. Just look up North America map. <laughs> That's too easy. <laughs> um, oh, I keep hitting the thing with my... Wait... Texas, North Dakota, Maine. That yeah, was... not. I mean, okay. I guess technically yes, because it, there's Maine, and then there's it's connected to New Brunswick, mm-hmm. and then it is connected to Quebec too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, okay, yeah. So then Michigan. It's Michigan and all the lakes. That's like right, pretty much underneath Ontario. Mm-hmm. And then you go, never, you go east, and you have no. New York. Oh, yeah, east, okay, yeah. Sorry, you're backwards <laughs> to me, because you were going... Oh, yeah, because I'm looking at it, Yeah. like, I'm going right instead of... Yeah. Like, I'm not in the state. <laughs> I'm looking at the state. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, anyway, it's not weird that they would have met, because <laughs> so, the states are, like, kind of close, but not really. Wait, Okay. So one is from Michigan and one is from Maine? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. That, that was the point. 
Oh. So did they know each other before going to... <laughs> no. Oh. T. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so they met... Okay, this is... they. <laughs> Julie and Lolly met at a charity in 1994 called Woods Women in Minnesota. <laughs> So Minnesota state. in relation to all of this. It's way far west. It's a state, so it's west, but Wisconsin and then Minnesota. Okay, so now they're in Minnesota. This is all really not relevant. It's just <laughs> building character. Yeah. And they're like no, I like relationship. The so they both came from. So now we're in Minnesota. Now we've all gone west. Okay. We all somehow got into minnesota because this is interesting to me because how did we then get to virginia i that's where i'm at so okay now we're in well and that's not really explained um, i don't want to get your hopes up it's not oh, explained yeah. uh well i guess well okay so there is this nonprofit organization which is the woods women in minnesota which focuses on education and adventure travel and it's ran by women and it's for women um and it was in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Which is Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> From 1977 <laughs> to 1999. <laughs> Sorry. How did I say it? Minneapolis? Yeah. <laughs> you added an extra N in there, I think. Minneapolis. 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 Now it doesn't sound like a real word, but <laughs> Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I think so, yeah. Yes. Okay. So this organization was the grandmother of women's outdoor adventure groups. Um, and it was one of the first adventure travel companies exclusively for women. Um, and over its existence, it served more than 8,000 women um, and about 1,200 children. And I, I'm assuming it's this, I guess, because it's not really relevant, they don't talk fully about how they both came to join this organization mm-hmm. but they did and that's how their relationship like developed okay. because they both shared a passion for hiking and spending time outdoors despite their different backgrounds so and then that that's it's like kind of weird because that's like there's not really much detail to like what happened I guess. So just for like backstory, Shenandoah National Park was founded on December 26, 1935, stretches more than 100 miles along the Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, it's very Located pretty. between, yeah, really pretty, uh, pretty. Located between the Shenandoah Valley in the west and the Piedmont region in the east, um, about 75 miles from Washington, D.C., um, tons of hiking trails, you can drive up it so many like overlooks things like that um one of the most famous features like i said earlier is skyline drive Mm -hmm. um which is where like we go i guess that's like the road that we go to go like watch the sunset and stuff and yeah so there was um i think that's where they were at i think they were at uh they were near bridal trail if anybody knows what that is which is a part of the horse trail system that runs from big meadows to skyland which i'm guessing are like sections of the park yeah okay. doesn't really mean much to me either but <laughs> if you know like <laughs> shenandoah that's where they were at so all that we know happened is it was memorial day it was the weekend after memorial day 
Um, so it's super busy. People are outside. It's probably just now like becoming hot. After a day of walking, Julie and Lolly pitched their tent um, off of one of the horse trails and they went missing. Mm. And that's all that we know. So they were together. Yeah, okay. they were together on a hiking trip. Okay. Mm. Um, but they, so I don't know if this, if you know this or not, but I'm going to ask. Um, w- did it look like they had stayed the night there? Did it look ransacked or anything? Their tent and um, stuff? Or was it just? Yes. Okay. So the next day, um, authorities were contacted by Julie's father. So the park rangers and whoever went out there, found the parked car, they found the dog with no leash, Aww. but no sign of the women. Um, so then the next day on June 1st, they came across a camp about a half a mile from the vehicle with the bodies of Julie and Lolly. Wait, what year is La- this? I forgot. 19... 19- Thir- 19 oh man i had the year 1996 okay so they found their bodies mm-hmm. so they found their bodies i'm assuming in their campground like in the, the, the camp they had set up oh okay um lolly was found inside the tent like gagged hands bound <sighs> duct tape like all that throat slit um julie was pretty much the same way they pointed out that like it was odd because the tape around lolly's hands was first used to tape julie's mouth Mm. it was just like an odd detail so like i guess he taped julie's mouth took that tape off and used that tape to tape lolly's hands so Hmm. Hmm. um both were found partially undressed yet neither one was sexually assaulted okay or at least there was no like semen or anything found um and i guess they were trying to explain like because i didn't so when we go up there we like drive Mm -hmm. and you see like the trees and stuff but i never think that people camp up there but i guess you can Mm -hmm. so they they were making a point to say that and maybe you can't anymore Oh, really? I don't know. I was just saying maybe oh, because oh. of stuff like this, you can't camp. You can't. But, I mean, it would make sense it, to have some kind of area where people can pitch yeah. a tent. Well, it was saying that, like, one of the, like, backcountry regulations at the time was that backpackers had to camp away from the trails. Mm. Um, hmm. And it, like, the trail that they were on wasn't a heavily used one. And so, like, that's why it took probably a while for them to find them and, like, why they were so far away from people mm-hmm. because they were following, like, the regulations about, like, where they could be mm-hmm. um, on Skyline Drive. Um, a camera was discovered at the camp with photos of their hike. Um, and then there was proof that they also did climb Hawksbill Summit, which is the highest mountain in Shenandoah, just before they pitched the camp for the last time a few days after they entered the park. Hmm. At this time, the FBI um, announced that the murders appeared to be random because I guess there was nothing else leading up to it. There was nobody, like, that they were immediately suspicious of. Mm -hmm. 
So it was just kind of deemed random. A random attack by someone that didn't mm-hmm. know them. Okay. Um, it was also noted that the investigation was difficult because so many people visited the park and that in that way it would be hard to solve the crime. But then also a part of me is thinking like, I mean, yes, I guess that's valid, but then also you're dealing with the case with like a lesbian couple. Mm -hmm. So at the time it probably wasn't accepted or I don't know. They probably just weren't as like motivated to try to solve it. So they were, they were romantically involved. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Because it said that they, yeah, a relationship, they developed a relationship. Okay. And I think they're, like, pictured, like, in the headlines and stuff, like, the articles I was reading, they were pictured as, like, okay. a romantic okay. couple. So, I don't know. The part being busy could just be an excuse. Mm. So, then we get to the lead, Daryl David Rice. Um, he was, like, the So, I guess, like, well, so this was 19, this was 1996, right? Is that what I said? When they were found? Yes. It could have been 1935. I think that's when you said the park was founded, or like opened. That was... 35 not 95 oh you said 35 just then i think okay the park was constructed in the 1930s this and then this took place in either 95 or 96 it took place in 96 okay definitely on june 1st 1996 that's when their bodies were found so then a separate story so now so like that's pretty much like over the details of that case now they're trying to find out who did it mm-hmm. um so there was another um instance that happened to Yvonne Malbasha um on July 9th 1997 that's my birthday whoa <laughs> Well, happy birthday, Ashley. <laughs> Wait. Also, 19, what was it, 97? <laughs> yeah. That was one, my birthday, but two, the year my parents were born. Or not born. I was like, whoa. <laughs> my parents got married and then had me yeah, three also years later. But that's the crazy. anniversary of Yvonne's death. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yvonne. Wait, that's not one of the girls that were the women. No, I this is a separate. Oh, okay. A separate. Um, story that's so sad <laughs> yeah oh happy birthday ashley <laughs> <laughs> so yvonne was a tourist from canada so oh. proof that canada is <laughs> relevant to this area <laughs> um who was cycling south on skyline drive and um was on a mountainous road admiring the blue ridge views she became separated from her friend um, just for like no reason at all really there was no like nothing that happened um, suddenly she was oh also she had never heard of the story of Julie and mm-hmm. Lolly I guess because they kept it quiet but I'm imagining they didn't want to like 
scare people into not coming to the park. But I mean, I don't really understand that because you don't have to pay all the time to get in Mm -hmm. unless that was a stricter rule in the 90s. Because like now we go, like I bought a pass because one time I went and they were making us pay. Mm. But like sometimes you go and they don't make you pay. There's nobody there. Hmm. So... But maybe it was bringing in a lot of income and they just were worried about Or maybe it just never picked up. Maybe there was a story on it or something, but it never got the attention it probably deserved. Probably. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. Um, So Yvonne was forced off the road Mm. at milepost 57.5 specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like forced off her bike by a man driving a truck. He became extremely angry, threw a soda can at her, grabbed her, mm-hmm. um, got out, tried to like wrestle her into his truck. She fought him off with her water bottle and her bike. And she said, I guess in an interview, that like she could feel the engine on her skin. Really? Oh my God. So <laughs> the she, heat of the, she, like the heat of the engine. Uh-huh. So she um, made it out of this? Yeah. Oh my God. That's great. She was able to fight him off, took cover behind a tree. He tried to run her over. He couldn't, so he mm-hmm. gave up and sped away. Um, and then, like, the first person to pass her was a ranger with the phone. So she, like, told, told him what happened, and he sent out a description. Mm-hmm. So this man was Daryl David Rice. Um, they found him. He was trying to leave the park. Um, They found, like, hand and leg restraints. Mm -hmm. He had changed his clothes, reattached a license plate. Um, But they found him, and Yvonne was able to identify him. Um, Then it goes into a bit of a background about him. It's not really, like, super relevant. He was just kind of, like, sick and twisted. Um, He's only in his late 20s. Um... He was extremely hostile at work. He always yelled, like, sexual and other profanities, punched holes in the walls, stole people's lunches, like, purposely spilled their coffee. Um, Just kind of, like, caused a lot of chaos for no reason, Mm -hmm. really. So in 1998, he pleaded guilty to the attempted abduction of Yvonne. He was sentenced to 135 months in a Petersburg, Virginia federal penitentiary. Um, 135 months. Which is... Uh, like... <laughs> 10 years? 11 years? Um, right? Because 12 years would be 144. Yeah. It's so... Divided by 12? Is 11 years and mm, three months yeah um so they were interviewing him about Yvonne and so now it's been what six seven like three years since the other murder Mm -hmm. of Julie and Lolly so they were like hmm this guy could be involved with those murders um and he became a suspect um there's also some like camera footage of him entering the park like around the time that um 
their murders happened. Mm-hmm. So. It's all like legal jargon. Just say it and see if we can. I might be able to. Okay. With the circumstantial evidence on April 10th, 2001, an attorney general announced the indictment of Daryl David Rice in the murder of Julian Lawley. In a news conference announcing Rice's indictment, prosecutors alleged that Rice had stated on several occasions that he enjoys assaulting women because they are, in his words, more vulnerable than men. Additionally, prosecutors stated that Rice said the women deserved to die because they were gay. Um, in 1999, the FBI placed an under- undercover agent with Rice at the Federal Correction Center and taped a bunch of his conversations um, he had said that he only engaged in two sexual relationships with women. He was 31 at the time when they were taping his conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, he also stated on the tape that he was inadequate sexually, that he couldn't find a girlfriend, and that he substituted pornography for sexual relationships. Okay. I don't know how <laughs> this is relevant, but... Yeah, so he was kind of nasty. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, nasty. He was charged. Oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? Oh no, no, just he's gross. Yeah, (laughs) that's all. (laughs) He was charged with four counts of capital murder. Um, two of which alleged he selected his victims because of their sexual orientation. Because he was charged with a hate crime, his indictment invoked a federal sentencing enhancement, meaning he could receive the death penalty. Mm. But, I guess this is why it's still unsolved, he was never sentenced. What? Yeah. So, though prosecutors spent years building the case against Rice, they lacked forensic evidence. Mm -hmm. Um, So, now we're in 2003, at this point, of them, like, trying to, you know, charge him and build a case against him. There was a hair found at the crime scene... It was tested. The DNA results indicated that it did not match Rice or the victims. Um, mm-hmm. So, And before this time, the only DNA prosecutors had was mitochondrial DNA from the cloth ligatures. And mitochondrial DNA can determine the person's sex, which in this case was male, but cannot produce a specific profile. Mm-hmm. In October, however... Um, prosecutors learned that an additional hair had been discovered on the duct tape used to bind Lolly's wrists, which was then subjected to a new type of DNA test called a YSTR. It showed that there was a good chance that Rice was not the source of the DNA. So they were charging him because he did attempt to abduct Yvonne, and they thought they found his hair, but... DNA tests were kind of sketchy back then, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Interesting. But it is interesting, too, because he talked a lot about, like, his sexual experience, but he did, or whatever, but he didn't, because you said earlier that the two women were not sexually assaulted in any it way. It didn't appear that they were, no. Well, yeah, I guess it's, so, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because you would think that the way he was talking, that he, like, mm-hmm. would have done something to them sexually. Mm-hmm. Even if it was violence towards their that area mm-hmm. of them, because he's mad that he can't 
you know, or because they're gay or whatever he was. I don't know, you know, obviously, but so yeah, that's interesting. It's also weird, and I think this happens a lot, which is sad, is that um, police officers get fixated on one person. They're like, oh, this person could look good for this. Yep. So let's make it, let's do everything in our power to make it look like it or make, find evidence towards this instead of focusing their energy on actually finding Mm -hmm. the person who did it. And then then they never find that person that actually the did real it person the who justice did it. yeah that those victims deserve yeah you know because i've seen that on um svu it's where all my like criminal yeah <laughs> history comes from but it'll be like a person who did do bad things like this guy and like mm-hmm. you said they're trying to like take that and it's circumstantial because it did happen in the same like he like what he did was in the same setting as the other two murders and like trying to put it on him but really it's not him. yeah because i mean from what you said i don't think i mean i think he's gross and i think he should never be out in society again sure yeah but it doesn't look like he i don't think he was the right person for that crime Mm -hmm. and it's sad that they never got yeah and they said um so after the dna fell through the only evidence left was circumstantial and the defense mm-hmm. was prepared to vigorously dispute each aspect of the government's mm-hmm. case um in february in their february 19th motion rice's attorneys charged prosecutorial misconduct and argued that mm-hmm. in addition to the dna results these were the four problems with their case statements allegedly made by a couple camping in the park the night the woman were the women were murdered so I guess mm-hmm. that was an issue, mm-hmm. like this this person's statements. Um, there was a call that Rice made to a gay rights center in California on May 28th. I'm confused about how, I'm just going to explain more, like why these were problems. Well, I guess if they, I guess, because the prosecution's probably saying that it was a hate crime, or they did say it was a hate crime. Yeah. Um, but the defense is saying, well, but he did this, so... The disputes, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'll read the other unless two. he, yeah, unless he um, called the gay rights center to talk badly to them, which is also likely, but that wouldn't necessarily. I guess they would try to argue that it's not relevant in this case. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. So they're trying to say like, it's oh, it's not a hate crime because he made a call to a gay rights center. They, yeah, they could be saying that, or if he did call the center to be mean and say hateful things to this center about, you know, um, gay rights, then the defense could still make the argument that that's not relevant for the current case. Gotcha. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But either, I don't, I don't know all the details of there, mm. but those are two possibilities, I guess. Yeah. Um, the other two were an audio tape submitted by the government to support its claim that Rice hated gays, and then alleged attempts by government investigators to manipulate or pressure witnesses who saw the women in the park. Mm. So I guess mm. after all this kind of blew up, the case fell apart, and mm-hmm. on February 25th, 2004, the judge dismissed the charges against Daryl um, without prejudice, meaning that he could still be charged at a later date. But as of 
What's today? June 6, 2022. I don't think anything else has came of this. Huh. Is he still in jail, though? No, his charges were dismissed. Hmm. So. Hmm. Uh, and then they go to mention another case that he was um, like suspicious of com- like committing in the death of Alicia Showalter Reynolds, mm-hmm. but he wasn't charged for that case either. It was, this was it also in the Shenandoah? Valley? No, it was, so it says, so this is, wait, okay, so he was, so this was before. Um, when was the, when was Yvonne's abduction or whatever, her attempted abduction? Did you say 97? Maybe. Yes, okay, so Yvonne's abduction was in 97. Um, there was another one that happened in 96, March 2nd. So this was before mm-hmm. uh, Julie and Lolly. Because yeah. that was on June 1st. Right. Um, at around 7.30 a.m., Alicia said goodbye to her husband, got in her car. She was driving from Baltimore to Charlottesville. So, wait, Baltimore, Maryland to... I'm assuming Virginia, mm-hmm. which is interesting because they were in Minnesota, what? right? Who? I'm trying to think about like, time, like where was like Julie and Lolly were in Minnesota June 1st of 96. Oh, I thought they were in the Valley on June 1st. That's where they were okay i think that's the part i'm confused about geographically because like i understand that like where we're at and like what part of the shenandoah valley that we see but mm-hmm. how far i know i read like how far it goes but that doesn't make sense to me how far it goes like were they does it go to minnesota no oh because they're in the blue ridge mountains that's where the shenandoah valley is right oh, yes minnesota's <laughs> other side of the country <laughs> Geography is not my strong suit at all. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, I remember that. I remember now. So somehow they ended up in the valley. Yeah, probably just to hike. Maybe just they to hike. Heard about it. Because it is a good, you know. Okay. Because at first I was like, wait a minute. I was like, how was he, like, he probably didn't do one of these if he was in Minnesota. No, he was And not. then was in, like, Virginia-ish. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. They were all in Virginia. Um, she was going to shop. Alicia was in Charlottesville. Yeah, or she was driving from Baltimore to Charlottesville to shop with her mother Sadie. So she was trying to get to Charlotte's Charlottesville. Um, she never arrived to her destination. Mm-hmm. And then her car was discovered near Culpeper County. It was on the shoulder of the southbound highway. Apparently, somebody had placed a white napkin on the car to indicate that she'd had car trouble. But un- upon inspection, nothing seemed to be wrong with her car. And she just wasn't mm. in it. So then on May 15th, March, April, May, so like two months-ish later, her remains were found outside Lignum, which is about 15 miles from the location where her car was found. Oh, my God. Nobody revealed how she died. Um, they did say she likely was murdered the day she was abducted. Mm. 
And because the murder of Julian Lawley is still an active investigation, the FBI will not discuss persons of interest. No one has been convicted of the murders, and Rice um, was originally due to be released from the Federal Transfer Center in Oklahoma City on July 17, 2007. Mm-hmm. So did he go to jail? Yeah. He did go to jail for the abduct for the attempted abduction of Yvonne. Yes. And they were trying to get him in jail for longer. Yes. For the murders of Lolly and Julie. Yes. But that those charges were dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So he did. Get, he was charged. Those were two separate trials, I assume. Two separate ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like they. Um, got him for the abduction, and then later tried to pin him for, the. What what's it, Lolly and. Julie. Julie. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, yeah. The last reported sighting of him was in 2014 when police in Durango, Colorado, began receiving calls from frightened residents saying they'd seen him in the area. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Durango Police Chief Jim's Police Chief Jim Spratlin said people were overreacting, adding, All I know is he's not wanted and we ain't looking for him. <laughs> And that's the end of that. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. I just thought it was interesting because I think at one time we were like, ooh, I wonder if there's any, like, Harrisonburg yeah. true crime stuff. And yeah. I feel like that's probably, like, the closest thing I found. I know there was one recently. They found him recently. Because um, it was fall semester. I had my class with my professor who was um a sergeant of the harrisonburg police department um and so he would he wouldn't tell us about active cases because he wasn't allowed to um but i do remember him taking a call one time like during class Mm. because it was super like he was like it's really really important and then i think later kind of hinted towards it being about that after they had Um, already caught him i think i remember you telling me this yeah Maybe he was the shopping cart killer or whatever. You like kill people and leave them in shopping carts and oh yeah, like publicly. Um, like where would he park the shopping cart? I think they were just like in empty fields. They oh. weren't, you know, like in a parking lot with other. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't done a lot of because it was very recent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he was from. Uh, he did it. I think there was one body found either near or in Harrisonburg, and then also I think Roanoke, so kind of between there. But I don't know. I don't know all the details. I could do a, a episode on it or something. Hmm. One time. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Not to freak anybody out that still lives there, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, if you look up, I mean, like this was what nineteen? I say ninety-five, ninety-six, mm-hmm. and I didn't see anything that. It had happened again, so people shouldn't be scared. Yeah. I doubt it. Unless they just didn't. But it, I don't think so, because otherwise they would probably would have kept looking for somebody else. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. Again. So during, it's happened, we went two years in a row now to mm-hmm. um, Luray, to like a haunted house that they do every year. Mm-hmm. And the first time we went, Cole took us, I think it's... Um, Oh, I forgot the name of it. It's like Grandfather's Trail or like Old Time Trail. It's like, I, I can't think of the name of it. 
but it's like off of one of the roads when you're coming down like the mountain to get to Luray mm-hmm. and this long like trail and it goes to an overlook which at night is like so creepy because it's just this trail with trees and it's dark there's no lights at all and it's at least I would say like a mile a mile and a half long like walk to get to the overlook and he i remember the first time cole took us it was like after we had went to the haunted house so we were freaked out and all like we were thinking we were like imagine like the story that's like six teens found dead like (laughs) no no trail it was so scary so then like the next year this past year we went with different people and we took, I think I remember like Taya and Chloe specifically, like we took them to the trail mm-hmm. and like I knew it was fine. I mean, it was still sketchy because mm-hmm. anybody could have been out there, but it was funny to see them like freak out about this like random, I wish I knew the name of it. I think Carlos and Al went too one time. Hmm. But yeah, it just reminded me like, I don't know if something bad could have happened. Yeah. 16. No, no. No way. No way somebody could take on six teens. No. It'd be like three teens found. (laughs) Three of us would have made it out. (laughs) No. That's crazy. That's so creepy to think about. I try not to think about it. Yeah. We were putting ourselves in that situation, but I I couldn't imagine, like, you were just innocently, like, camping. With not even like think like not even trying to be creepy, not even mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, you're just going camping yeah. and then something like this happens to you. Yeah, I think about that a lot, especially when I like watch Criminal Minds. It's so sad. There was one where this guy drugged. I don't know what it was like anthrax or something. He was doing, but he, it was like a park. So it was a bunch of kids and their parents playing at a park, you know, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden. Like, that night, they're all, like, dying because they were exposed to this really toxic thing. And it's just, I mean, obviously it was TV, but just thinking about, oh, I'm going to go to the park with my kids today. Yeah. And then that happens is crazy to think about. That's so crazy. Oh, it's so creepy. Yeah. And it's hard because you can't, like, I mean, like, we are aware that this stuff happens, but you can't, like, live in fear. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, like, not go to the park because you're afraid right. that the one time you go, like, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. then when it happens, it's, like, dang. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You never want to think that it'll happen. Exactly. Which is a good way to live, I guess. You hope that people are good, but... There's always the one. Yeah. <laughs> always the one. Crazy. That was a good story, though. But yeah, that was yeah. interesting. When I was reading it, I was like, "Huh, well, this is like more interesting than I thought it was going to be." Mm-hmm. I still don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. I don't think so either. I think it would have been obvious if he did, or he would have acted on like some yeah. of his sexual fantasies yeah. or whatever. Or he would have admitted it. Yeah. Yeah. If he was so open about everything else that he. Yeah, I think he would have admitted it. I've seen that on, like, SVU episodes, too, where, like, they're crazy in that way. Like, they Mm -hmm. want the attention. Mm -hmm. So they they want you to know that, like, yeah, I killed that person Mm -hmm. and I did it. Like, you know, they're, like, disgusting in that way. They're narcissistic. They Mm -hmm. want the the power that... um, That was BTK. He wanted people... Well, he didn't... 
he wanted to keep doing it, so he didn't want to know it was him, but he didn't want other people taking credit for his work. Work, quote, you know, like his I crimes. I think there was is. an episode about BTK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there was, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Because I think somebody, I think what happened was somebody, they had like caught a kid who was like copying BTK. Mm. They were like inspired by mm-hmm. his work and were trying to like kill in the same way or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Psychopaths. Really twisted. Mm-hmm. Very twisted. But interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> Psychologically interesting. Uh, to me. But. Yeah. Mm. It's just crazy. Like, I know. Uh, and it wasn't that long ago. Like, it was. No. It was, like, it was long enough ago for me not to be scared, but, like, really not that uh-uh. long ago in the span of time. Uh-uh. Yeah. Within, I was going to say within our lifetime, but not quite. Not really. <laughs> A few years before. Within our parents' lifetime. Right? For sure. Within my parents' married lifetime. <laughs> On the day 25 that years. was born. <laughs> <laughs> 25 years ago. Um, was 97. So, oh my god. So, you said that was June 1st. No. That was July 9th. Mm-hmm. That one. 97. So, it'll be 25 years ago. On my birthday. Wow. This year. That's happy birthday <laughs> to you. That's so insane. I I think about that a lot. Is like my birthday is supposed to be a happy day for me, but then, you know, for other people they might have a different experience with that day. You know. Oh my gosh! I saw a TikTok that was like, "Today is just any other day for you, but mm-hmm. this day, ten years from now, could be like." your daughter's birthday yeah or like i don't know something more morbid or tragic but like a yeah. death, death anniversary or something but like i don't know it's just crazy to think about yeah i think How, i asked my mom that one time i was like isn't it crazy that at one point july 9th or september 4th like, meant, meant nothing, nothing to you and now it's her kid's birthdays it's mm-hmm. oh, so weird or it could be like your wedding day like your wedding anniversary yeah. it could be like anything. anything but today it's just a normal day yeah yeah, today is just... Actually, today is an important day. It's D-Day. Is it really? I think so. Isn't that like a federal holiday? Or no? Not federal? Mm, no. It's not a federal holiday. I'm pretty sure it's today. Don't quote me on it. I mean, that would make sense because I remember it be- No, D-Day is definitely near, like, Labor Day. D-Day? No, it's June 6th. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Labor Day in September? Yeah, because I feel like, oh, maybe my school just... Because there's a D-Day memorial near yes. here. So maybe they just went to the memorial near, like, Veterans or Labor Day. Mm. Um, the grandfather that I never met, he was he drove one of the boats onto the beach that day. Really? Mm-hmm. He was also in Pearl Harbor when... December 7th when that mm-hmm. happened um and he was stationed on the at the Arizona or whatever it was that um was hit 
but he had gone to church that morning, so he was not on the ship when the attack happened. I know. Praise Jesus. (laughs) I know. It's wild. Wild, wild, wild. I'm really sad I never met him, because my dad has the best stories of him ever. He seemed like a really cool, funny dude. Aww. Did your dad go to the military? No, he didn't. No, he did not. Yeah. I don't have any military people in my family. My other grandfather did, though. He went to... He was CIA, Air Force. He did Air Force and CIA in Vietnam, I believe. Also, don't quote me on that. I'm sure (laughs) I will be corrected. But I know he did CIA stuff. And I know he was in the Air Force. Mm. And I know he went to Vietnam because he wears his hat all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he should, you know. Yeah. In Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Is that from Forrest Gump? That's why it's in my head. I think so. I think so. There's definitely some kind of quote. I think that's how he said it, yeah. Vietnam. July 9th is also Tom Cruise's birthday. Whoa. <laughs> Isn't That's a pretty cool? cool fun fact. I know. I share a birthday with the Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. Is that what I said? You said Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. <laughs> What's his name? Is it Tom? something with the Tom? Yeah. Tom Cruise is definitely... Tom <laughs> Daly? No. Hold on. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Who plays Forrest Gump? Oh. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> oh, man. We went to go see um, the movie last night. That's I was just why. about Top to Gun. ask you about that. Because I yeah. have never seen any of them. So. Top Gun? Yeah. There's only one. Well, this is the second. But anyway, you saw the movie last night. Yeah, I did see the movie. It was really good. Um, it's really good. The first one's good, too. It's very like raw, mm. raw America kind of thing, but yeah, I wanted to go. Well, I wanted to go just for the purpose of going to the movies, because really, mm-hmm. you don't have to see the first one to see this one. No. Yeah, they explain everything that you need to know from the first one. I mean, it's kind of cool to know from the first movie because some things are the same that you wouldn't really know unless you've seen the first one, but. It's not like an important plot. Without line. seeing, the like you can understand the plot without having. I might have yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I just want the popcorn. The movie theater popcorn. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's the best part. No. Do you have a cinema? Our cafe movie theater is so whack. Just be in this. Like area. the only it barely like yeah, no like it barely gets <laughs> the new movie. Like if new movies are coming out, like it may get one or two of them. That's how bad it is. Like, I'm surprised that we got Top Gun. Oh, really? They do a lot of, like, flashback cinema mm. stuff because they can't get new movies. It's okay. like, I think there's only, like, five things showing right now. Mm. Was it, like, mean? a second run? So, like, like once it's out of main theaters, it goes Kind of. I guess it just depends. We probably do get stuff late and, like, the really good stuff we might get. But, I don't know. It's just definitely not. It's whack. Really whack. It's probably better to go to, like, the drive-in or something than to go to the movie theater. Oh. 
That sounds fun. I want to go to a drive-in so bad. I wish. That sounds fun. I just don't have, like, the car to go, if that makes sense. It definitely works better for, like, mm-hmm. the pickup truck mm-hmm. kind of people, because they can, like, sit in the back and, you know. But it's definitely fun. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. What's our time? Well, anyway. Perfect. Right at 58 minutes. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, really next time I tell a story, I'll try not to say um as much. <laughs> I definitely could tell. I was like, um. You're fine. Um, it's okay. Cut out the ums. You can cut it out, too. It's tedious, but yeah. Really? I've done it. I did it for myself ums? one time. Mm-hmm. Well, not not all of them, but a lot of them. The ones where it was just nothing, and then um, and like more nothing. I would cut those out. I'll have to listen to it. It was tedious, but I did it because <laughs> it was annoying. I was annoying myself, and I was like, I know people are gonna be so mad at me. So I didn't cut all of them, but most of them. well, this has been but yeah, unqualified conversations. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Season two, episode, episode three. Season two, episode, and then hopefully three. episode four out Wednesday. So far, so good. I mean, I keep. Oh my god! The, on the post I posted today, <laughs> I was gonna delete it, but I said Monday and Wednesday. I was like, new episodes Monday every Monday and Wednesday, because in my head that's what I. Yes. Uh-huh. So in the comments, Is I that put what you said? typo Wednesday and Friday. Because we record on Mondays, so in my head, I'm like, oh, Mondays and Wednesdays. Wait. Yeah. I didn't no. even see that. I thought it said Wednesday. And, and like, it only has, like, oh, five yeah, likes or something, but I didn't want to, like, delete it and repost it correctly, so. Oh. Yeah. It has 11 now. 12. I need to follow more Including people. me. <laughs> yeah, like, on the Instagram. Wait, on Not this? follow more people. Wait, No. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? I've seen some accounts, like, they only follow, like, the creators, but then some accounts follow, like, tons yeah. of people. I think it... Well, like, other content creators, not necessarily, yeah. like, our friends. Right. Like, I was just gonna... Yeah, I, I was gonna follow, like, other podcasts. Follow more content creators. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. I don't either. I don't really Except for the two that I mentioned. And they're not really like what we do. Yeah. Well, Emma Chamberlain kind yeah. of. Hers is definitely more like advice slash life experiences based. Like she had like a friendship episode mm-hmm. and she had like an episode where she talked about high school and like about Coachella and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know, a work in progress. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we'll get there. We're well, doing it though. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we need a better outro. Be like, like, uh, I don't know. Un- Wait, what's the thing? What's the yeah. catchphrase? <laughs> Oh, I was just looking at it. Um, un- <laughs> I know. I don't want to get it wrong. Unfiltered, unapologetic, unqualified yeah. conversations. That's the ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. <Okay. laughs>
Ouais. Bye. <rire>